So you're saying suffering is good? We'll talk about that today on Bible Time. It's time for Bible Time on Uplifting and Empowering Fulcrum Radio. Now here's Phil with our latest Bible Time. Hello again, everyone, and thank you for joining me for Bible Time. I want to turn to 2 Corinthians chapter 1, and today I want to talk about suffering. It seems that everybody I talk to these days, there's someone in their lives that is suffering, either from some sort of illness or some kind of tragedy, or they themselves are suffering. It just seems to be running rampant these days. So I wanted to talk about why do bad things happen to good people? And in so doing, I want to turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 1, beginning with verse 3. We see, Praise be to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion, and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our troubles, so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves have received from God. That's using comfort quite a bit there. For just as the sufferings of Christ flow over into our lives, so also through Christ our comfort overflows. If we are distressed, it is for your comfort and salvation. If we are comforted, it is for your comfort, which produces in you patient endurance of the same sufferings we suffer. And our hope for you is firm, because we know that just as you share in our sufferings, so also you share in our comfort. So that's a lot to take in there. And what's Paul really trying to say here? He's saying that we know that when you're hurting, we need to take people that are hurting and wrap them up in God's love for their comfort. We pray for them. And when we suffer, we then can relate to how these people are suffering. An example I can give you. When I was 21 years old and I was in college, I had the flu, the worst I've ever had it in my entire life. For three days, I could not even raise my head off the pillow. I couldn't breathe well. I was very weak. It was awful. And I just had to wait it out, and I suffered. And it was, I just didn't even want to go on. It just was so incredibly bad. It really hit me hard. But then when others got the flu, I understood, and I could express my condolences to them. I can express my feelings to them saying, I know how you're feeling. I can relate because in my suffering, I understood their suffering. But then I also could pray for them and wrap them up in God's love and comfort, which is what Paul's saying here. And then he goes on in verse 8 and 9, he says, we do not want you to be uninformed, brothers, about the hardships we suffered in the province of Asia. We were under great pressure, far beyond our ability to endure, so that we despaired even of life Indeed, in our hearts we felt a sentence of death, but this happened that we might not rely on ourselves, but on God who raises the dead. So he's saying that nothing strips away arrogance like suffering. You know, you may think you're great and, you know, I've seen people that have made a lot of money and be very wise in whether it be investing or uh, just wise in business and they just think they're on top of the world and they just think they're untouchable. Boom, they get hit with some kind of suffering and it just brings them right back down. They realize, hey, this is, I'm not as good as I thought I was. So that's one thing that God does. He allows suffering so that it strip us of our pride. We have to look to him, the one who raises the dead, 
Not saying that we're going to die from our suffering, but we have to look to him who can raise the dead so he can end the suffering. So why doesn't he just end the suffering? He can, but it is bringing about a greater understanding of who he is and what he can do, especially when he does end the suffering. And finally, when we support others that are going through difficulties, we ourselves experience others rallying to support us. We discover an aspect of God's love and care that we know only comes by having a relationship with him. And this is in verses 10 and 11. He has delivered us from such a deadly peril, and he will deliver us. On him we have set our hope that he will continue to deliver us. As you help us by your prayers, then many will give thanks on our behalf for the gracious favor granted to us in answer to the prayers of many. So, God will allow suffering for many reasons. One, it helps us to relate to others. Two, it helps us to show who he is and what he can do. And three, it allows him to work. Because when we pray and these prayers get answered, then we see it and we praise God and we say, hey, this person suffered. We prayed, God responded, and he brought about healing. And it also strips away our arrogance and pride, and it helps us to relate to others. So why do good people suffer bad things? That's one of the reasons. Yeah, sometimes God's behind it. There's other reasons. We can go on and we can say, you know, we live in a broken world. God has made no promises about this world. This world is temporary. His eternal life is what he wants to give us. Think about the Lord Jesus Christ dying on the cross and God allowing him to suffer. Jesus said, if it be your will, you can take this suffering away from me. He knew he was going to die the next day. But God wouldn't take it. The father would not take it away. What kind of father would do that to his son? The one who wanted to save all of us. The one who wanted to show us that he can raise people from the dead. The one that wanted to show us that he has taken away our sinfulness. The one who wanted to show us that his love for us was so great that he's willing to give up his one and only son for us. So, when we suffer, James tells us to consider it to be pure joy when we suffer. Because it leads to perseverance, perseverance leads to faith, and faith leads to healing. But also, it can draw us closer to God. When do we need God the most? When we need him the most. Do you know what I mean? When we're suffering, when we got those financial difficulties, when the car won't work, we don't know how we're going get to get to work that day. We don't know if the person that we love is in the hospital and may not come out. We have to rely on God. We don't rely on anybody else at that point. So we causes us to pray. It causes us to come closer to him. And in the end, he shows us the greatness of who he is. He did it with Jesus. He does it with us. So we should consider it pure joy when we suffer. I know that sounds terrible. And I know that as soon as I say this, something's going to happen to me where I'm going to suffer and I'm not going to be happy about it. But I will consider it pure joy because that's what God wants us to do. So, 
I don't want you to suffer. I hope you're not suffering right now. And I pray right now for whoever may be suffering that you will find healing, that you will find comfort, that you will find joy in the Lord. Let him be your strength. That's your Bible time for today. I hope you enjoyed it. And I'll talk to you again all real soon. God bless. You've just listened to Bible Time. New episodes come out every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Thanks for listening.